Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Yes, it is 7.30 a.m. and it is time for... I really like that sign. I really like that sign. So it is the Daily Financial News. It is Friday, February 18th. Lots of stuff going on. Lots of stuff that uh, could impact the cost of capital, could impact... Uh, the ability to make some money, do some deals. So let's go through it. Uh, First thing that caught my attention is the bond market. The bond market is much, much, much larger than the stock market. The bond market often is called the smart money. Uh, they, They clearly, in my opinion, are predicting that Russia is going to invade. How can I say that? Well, the bond market has been rolling over the last couple of days, and it again is down today. What I mean by that is prices are up and rates are down. There is fear in the bond market. Now, some of this could be being flat for the weekend. Nobody wants to be long over a weekend where something could happen. But I think it is very clear that the bond market is saying or anticipating that Russia will invade. To be clear, I hope this does not happen. Uh, to see uh, loss of life or any of that is not should not be welcomed or encouraged. Uh, but again, when we look at the cost of money, and it is rates, the bond market is saying, folks, it's going to happen. So we shall see. If rates would go up, That would mean that, you know what, we're now more worried about inflation. We're not anticipating a war. Uh, But that is something to think about. Uh, A couple of other things to point out. We've been talking about rising rates. Had a couple of great discussions with Anna Kelly and Jonathan Twomley, who are both larger apartment investors. Again, one rental at a time is different because I bring you experts across the industry. And I don't know about you, but that one interview yesterday with Jonathan talking about the bubble popping and then the other video with Anna Kelly talking about an aggressive Fed, I was nervous about the commercial or apartment market in both cases. Uh, If you haven't seen those videos, you should look at them. Basically, if the Fed is aggressive, and I think more, more and more people are thinking they will be, The apartment market, the commercial market, anything financed with commercial debt that has a refi period or a reevaluation period could be in real, real trouble. Rates up, cap rates up, expenses up, rents could roll over if we get into a recession. Uh, It's just, I was very nervous. Um, And you should know for a year now, Uh, I've been this way. I actually took action in our personal portfolio to liquidate a couple of apartments because I thought prices were too high. So again, I don't know. Take a listen to those videos with Jonathan and Anna. I was, um, I'm more nervous now than I was a week ago. Uh, A couple of things going on. We had some earnings. DraftKings beat top and bottom, right? But remember, remember this quarter, 
Nobody cares about last quarter. They are looking for forward expectations. And they called for shrinking margins on rising cost and slowing user growth. Folks, this was a pandemic play. People were bored. They were stuck inside. And now um, we are finally getting out. Uh, was it Roblox that made the comment that kids are finally going outside? Uh, now we have adults finally stop watching sports and going outside. Roku, uh, woof, oh, ugly numbers. Revenue slowed, missed top line, weak forecast. Nothing going on there. It is uh, going to be an interesting stock. I don't know if it's a Kathy Wood stock, but I'm going to guess it is a Kathy Wood stock. And ouch, which I'm guessing she's going to go buy some more today. Uh, she likes to buy the dip. Shake Shack, weak forecast. Had to close restaurants in last quarter uh, because of lack of staffing. Lack of staffing. They, uh, they had to close some. And they are forecasting lower margins. Folks, we should know what that means. Shake Shack's going to raise prices. Have we lear not learned that already? Uh, you think that the, the American economy and its one quarter point or half point move is aggressive? Argentina. Argentina is looking at raising their equivalent Fed rate two and a half percent again. Not the first time, the second time. Argentina's base rate, Fed funds rate, is 42 and a half percent. I thought 18 percent was bad. 42 and a half percent. Their inflation is running at 51%. These numbers are hard to fathom, but it is out there. China. We haven't talked about China's property market in a while because I think it is a slow train wreck that they are trying to avoid. Uh, what is happening now is there are cities that are tweaking the down payment required uh, to buy a home in China. Traditionally speaking, you had to save 30% to get a home. They are now encouraging banks to lower the LTV to 20%. So 20% down, 80% loan. They are not dealing with the problem. The consumer is so scared about what is happening in the property market, they stopped buying Starbucks. They stopped buying Nikes. Do you think they are going to suddenly jump and buy a home because the down payment is less? Not going to happen. Consumer psychology, once dented, or in this case, damaged, takes a long time to reverse. Uh, China's property companies increasingly saying liquidity shortage. That is code for my balance sheet says I'm worth a lot of money, but I got no cash. So I can't pay bondholders. I can't pay employees. I can't pay suppliers. It is going to get bad. Either China bails them out or more than half the property developers go bust. Uh, Kathy Wood is having a pretty rough time. Remember, I put out a video nine months ago telling you this was going to happen. I will say she is committed to her thesis. She is out on all the airways now that it has been a year since the peak of her fund or her ETF, excuse me, not a fund, ETF. And... Uh, she continually buys the dip. She continually shops. She's saying this is the greatest misallocation of capital 
ever. Kathy, I would like to remind you that you have a five-year time horizon, but a lot of your investors don't. Crazy. Redfin. Redfin pulled a Zillow. Kind of. Redfin. Horrible numbers. Let's just go some over some of these numbers just to see what you think about them. If you don't know, Redfin is one of those um, iBuyers where they are becoming a flipping company. And they made a huge stink about them staying in the market after Zillow backed out. What I would tell Redfin is get out. You're not very good. Here are some numbers. In the quarter, they sold 600 homes, right? They flipped. They exited 600 homes. They made... What did they make? They made just under $4 million. $4 million bucks? That's, that's a, I mean, $4 million bucks, that'll make a difference, right? Folks, it is about math. Do me a favor. Divide $4 million by 600 and you get a whopping $6,666.66. If that's not the devil's number, I don't know what is. And oh, by the way, if you're a flipper and you're making six grand, you shouldn't be a flipper. You are buying the wrong deals. You are paying too much. You are, you're going to go broke. If your average is six grand, you suck. Get out of the market. Their gross profit, four million bucks, equaled their debt service. Yes, folks, Redfin has debt on these 600 homes. If you spend, this is, this is comical, it is so bad. We made 4 million bucks. Our cost of debt was 4 million bucks. They made 4 million, that is gross profit. Gross, not net. Folks, $4 million gross profit on 600 homes. We've already talked about it, 66666. Not good. Then you have net profit is negative. Cost of debt, four million bucks. You think your your employees work for free? They they are overpaying. They don't know what they're doing. They need to stop, or they're going to go broke. Yeah, not good. Cleveland Fed President Loretta Mess Mester, I think it's Mester. If I messed it up, I apologize, Loretta. But you are out telling us the Fed must raise rates faster than the Great Recession. I agree with you, and I go back to this belief that the Fed is going to be more aggressive. And back to Jonathan and Anna's videos from earlier in the week, I am very nervous about the loss of capital in the multifamily space. A lot of syndicators, a lot of LPs, a lot of GPs overpaid, assuming rents would keep up, assuming cap rates would actually go down, and uh, all these value-add opportunities with bridge debt are going to come due at the wrong time if the Fed is aggressive. Not good. Silicon Valley actually shrunk. It is now official by 40,000 residents. I have been warning you about this. It will be a slow-moving thing that could reverse. It could reverse. But that we lost 40,000 residents in the last year. But more importantly, the rate of migration fell. The Silicon Valley, I've lived here 50 years. We have had a continuous cycle of the next computer scientists, PhDs, engineers, whatever there is. 
cycling through, creating new innovation, right? As they get older, you move out and you get the new ones coming in. That has stopped. That could be a problem. And remember from two weeks ago, maybe three weeks, 30% of VC money that used to come here is going to other states. The Valley needs to be careful. We have ridiculously high prices. And if we don't get that next generation, that next thing, uh, we could be in for a long, slow fall. Renault is a French car maker that I had not heard of. Actually, in France, I think I drove a Renault years ago. But anyways, they are forecasting 300,000 less cars made this year thanks to the chip shortage, which I think is very interesting. Because what car manufacturers may be doing is they are going to restrict supply in an environment of reasonable, if not increasing demand, and they are going to see their margins get fat, fat, fat. I'm starting to think that that's what may happen. They may, hey, why make, why make 500,000 cars when we can make 400,000 cars and make more money? Think about it. It's kind of interesting. James Bullard. Warning that inflation could get out of control if consumer behavior changes. Uh, and he again reiterates that we need to raise rates a full point by July. Again, just kind of a summary of the commercial market, why I'm so nervous, specifically multifamily. Debt structure. Debt structure. People who are getting bad debt, just like the housing crisis. Bridge debt, IO, all of these things. Rent and vacancies can go in opposite directions. We have been spoiled with rent increases and record occupancy. What happens if unemployment doubles, rents are flat or negative, and you have higher debt collection because people aren't paying? Cap rates don't only go down. If you've been investing for the last five or six years, cap rate compression has been the way people made money. They do reverse. And then finally, if you are a general partner and you have to refi bid bridge debt at the wrong time, you will have to make a capital call. Hey, Mr. And Mrs. Investor, I need a 50 grand from all of my investors so we can keep the property. If you make that capital call in a recession, your investors will be scared and they won't lend you any money. So these are the things going on. I want to wrap up this particular episode by doing something new. If you don't know, I have a new office. I have a vision board and I have a board dedicated to you, the audience. So I'm going to start cutting out all the nice messages and selfies you sent me. Got these pictures the last couple of weeks. I'm going to cut them out, put them on the board. If you want to be on my board, send me a selfie with the book, any of these cards that you get, the 500. I will put you on the board. And then second, I've got some very nice notes. I'm going to read two of them and they are going on the board. Uh, the first one's from Kristen. Agreed with Dion. Because of your channel, I was able to make $120,000 profit on my first flip in the crazy real estate market in Orange County. I used the profit to purchase and move up home, which closed December of 21 with a 3 and 1 8 interest rate. Refi cash out the other home with a 3 and 7 8 interest rate to build two ADUs. If everything goes as planned, I will add two more doors to my one rental at a time journey. I could not have done it without this channel. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is going on the board. And one more from Eric. 
Michael, hands down, you have, in my opinion, the best information put out any YouTubers. With your different lenders and investors on weekly, it is an endless amount of free information. And I thank you for the honesty, interaction, and ground level approach you take to help all of us get in the mix of real estate. Folks, I'm going to increasingly take your wonderful and nice comments and put them on the board. It reminds me every day as I walk to and from my office that we are making a difference on this channel. Even I need to be reminded that these hours that I give you each day are worth it. So send me selfies of the books, of the cards, of you doing the work. If you want to say something nice, send it over you, email, YouTube, IG. Uh, these are very nice and they are going on the board today. Take care of yourself. Have fun. Bye.